Welcome to another episode of the Dave Stockbridge Podcast. The sun is shining, the birds are singing, it's Dave from Real and thanks for joining me on the podcast once again where every episode I aim to bring you helpful hints and tips that I hope helps you make and save tens of thousands of dollars on your real estate journey and today I'm talking about short supply meaning higher property prices. So every week I aim to bring you these tips and and sometimes they're insights into what's going on in the marketplace right now. In other occasions, they're uh, hints around how to better negotiate or present your property for sale. And either way, I hope that you're enjoying the variety. As I mentioned in an earlier podcast, you know, I really aim to make this a daily podcast and with the rigors of business that's not always possible I've uh, and I've been putting myself under a bit of pressure and felt enormously guilty when I haven't abided by that daily podcast commitment but uh, please rest assured I am trying and uh, I've, I'm, I do thoroughly enjoy doing it, it it's just that uh, uh, there's so much going on right now and as you can imagine our agency is just getting busier and busier our social media um profile as such now that uh, we're developing this wonderful stream of passive vendor inquiry from uh, people who are enjoying the free advice and uh, are either subscribing on the podcast or liking the Facebook page. And, you know, most of these people are centred in around the northern suburbs of Adelaide, uh, which is uh, where, where I guess is the epicentre of uh, our real estate activity as a real estate practice. But we're finding that people are listening all around the world um, in Europe, the Netherlands, uh, the United Kingdom, the United States. Um, we're enjoying quite the followership um, so I, I do thank everybody for tuning in and I hope regardless of where you are, uh, you do walk away with some insights and some ideas. Maybe if you're a real estate agent and you find that the content is very specific to my marketplace, as some of this uh, information certainly is, um, then perhaps look at how you could remodel that or, or what insights are in there that are kind of aligned with yours and might be in parallel to what's being experienced in your marketplace. And you might just get some tips as to how to better communicate that out um, to your people, your followers, your uh, your constituency, you know, those those people that are in your marketplace that are that are advocates of yours, that really value the information that you've got to share, the accumulation of your uh, your experience and knowledge and your ability to be able to communicate it often translates into uh, better income for, for real estate agents. If you're a consumer and, and enjoying this, it's, well, I'm really glad because it's specifically designed with you guys in mind. And so as I mentioned at the top of the podcast, short supply means higher prices. The media have been heavily reporting on the severe dip in business confidence revealed by a survey just last week. The most dramatic fall in business confidence reported in history anywhere in the country ever. So why are property values going up a notch or two whilst confidence seems to be on the wane? Supply and demand. The dramatic drop in property transactional activity I reported on Uh, last week means SA is trending at roughly 2,000 properties fewer transactionally per annum. This is to below GFC levels. The fall in transactional number has not quite been matched though by a corresponding reduction 
in by numbers. Quite. Yet. The ratio of buyers to available properties has remained quite constant, so ensuring that property values have enjoyed increases or at least held in price. Whilst most of the last 18 months, the Eastern Seaboard has enjoyed a tough real estate market, recent months have shown increased buyer activity since the election. Here in SA, uh, we are seeing seller activity slow down to the extent that demand has slightly outstripped supply for months, even though transactions have slowed dramatically as confidence is dissipating from the market. In markets where supply is tight, competitions for listings among agents is high. So fees become typically lower during these conditions, which is good news for home sellers. But vendors should be aware as agents have a propensity to overpromise on price when stock is tight. This is evident right now as I'm seeing properties being released to the market well beyond what may be reasonable to expect just a, a few short months ago, and in some cases, even achieving those prices. So surprising everybody. Some agents, in fear of missing an opportunity to list, are pandering to the vendor's expectations or are promising results that is less than likely to happen. In a tight market, an agent will be more bullish, and if the property doesn't sell, then the agent or vendor can quickly retract the high price and set a price that will attract more buyers. There seems to be little little risk when stock is tight and buyers have fewer options. The buyers aren't silly though, and whilst first open inspections were being very well attended uh, just a few short months ago, the numbers have been negatively affected by too high a price in the first few weeks, which means some vendors are missing their best chance at selling in a competitive environment early on in the campaign. I have also noticed that my strategy of releasing to the market without a price uh, in the first week is now far less effective in low demand marketplaces as the pool of buyers is evaporating very quickly. And in the less than sophisticated markets of the outer northern and southern suburbs, the buying public are more inclined to wait until a price is released before attending an open. This is why I know that demand is only slightly outstripping supply because the veneer of activity is found to be thin when applying selling strategies that have worked successfully over recent years when buyers were in more abundance. Sellers should be really thinking about selling now. If you're thinking of selling over the next six or so months, then now is the time to be positioning yourself to take advantage of what appears to be the last last gasp of the cycle. Buyers should not be in a rush understanding that values are currently at a premium whilst trans transactional activity is low. But if stock frees up, then choice increases and pricing will become moderated. It may even come back a little. Understand that the price you paid today may be more than what the home is worth in say 24 or 36 months time. The pendulum seems to have shifted in SA after a, a buoyant beginning 
to the Marshall government's reign, confidence has since fallen to troubling levels and property investors and developers are in a holding pattern and sellers just have their nose in front of buyers right now in this increasingly precarious market that has oscillated in an unprecedented way so far in 2019. From the Banking Royal Commission to the federal election and now the land tax debacle, our market has endured more external inertia than in any time previously in my 22 years of selling real estate. So it is fair to say that it is very unlikely that we will experience disruption of this order and magnitude in the new year, which means that the market should and hopefully starts to normalise. Normalisation would mean uh, some restoration of confidence, an increase in stock availability that leads to higher transactional numbers and the shine to maybe come off some of the premium pricing that we're seeing being achieved right now. Every week I come up with an in-depth report on our marketplace and although I'm not a journalist and even perhaps because I'm not one, uh, I'm able to offer insights, ideas and advice you can actually rely on. In uh, if you enjoy my newsletters, please subscribe to my podcast where every week I release several episodes dedicating to uh, helping people in real estate. Now, um, it, it has occurred to me over recent times that a disclaimer uh, should really be applied. Um, please consider this my opinion. In some cases, it's just it's my ramblings and off-the-cuff uh, interpretation and reporting on what's going on in real time. Please factor that in. We know that the mainstream media with its billions of dollars of investment still gets it wrong and regularly. And if I do, um, then, you know, I, I certainly apologise. Um, uh, please consider this part entertainment, part uh, infotainment perhaps, um, where there's um, there's a great body of opinion and interpretation going on here. But wherever I've got an opinion on something, I try to provide a rationale for me holding that opinion. And like in some case, that's even a challenge, you know, for people to uh, come up with an alternative view or, or a different way of thinking. Um, and uh, I'm always open uh, to that. And, and, and I'm equally happily uh, be wrong. Um, uh, in that vein, um, I do want to thank um, the people at BrickX for reaching out to me just recently. Um, though I did release a podcast about them. Uh, I gave a bit of an executive summary and overview of very much a broad stroke sketch of what Brick BrickX is all about. And and to their credit, BrickX was super polite and and uh, got back to me and and said, look, here's a few things just by way of clarity and just for your own understanding. Um, and look, to be honest, I was gleaning my information from what I saw on TV and what I was able to glean from their website. And so it was really good that they, they reached out after listening to the podcast, um, didn't respond like with a, a legal letter or anything of that nature, really cool about it. And uh, as a result, we hope to have uh, the CEO of BrickX on uh, himself to explain. And, um, and I really look forward to that and uh, thank the people for BrickX for reaching out and uh, uh, being really open about what they've got to do. They've obviously got a product they believe in and uh, they're doing a great job in selling it. They had free airtime on 
uh, at least one of the major news networks just a couple of weekends ago as part of their launch here in Adelaide. So uh, they're obviously creating some degree of excitement. I know, um, you know, they're um, uh, they're they're in a, a situation right now where uh, they're poised for growth, and uh, you know, we we genuinely wish uh, you know any any uh, company that uh, is using property to increase the wealth of. Uh, individuals to uh, you know we, we we encourage them wholeheartedly and uh, ultimately uh, I really look forward to my discussion with the CEO uh, of Bricks. So uh, thank you very much to Aaron from Bricks to uh, uh, for for reaching out and um, uh, and I look forward to uh, chatting with them more and sharing that all with you. As I do, I am to bring you a podcast every day. I hope you enjoy the value that it brings and are able to apply some of the ideas that you find within it to your benefit. And I look forward to bringing you more next time. Thanks for tuning in again to this episode of the Day Sovereign Podcast. Please follow us on Facebook or subscribe to us on iTunes and we look forward to bringing you more next week.